0: Happy hour with Julie and Liz.
1: So Liz. Yeah. Um, before we get started and kick off with our 80s nostalgia, um, we had a few listeners who've been asking where we have been. <laughs> so yeah. I think we need to explain our um ignominious start to 2023.
0: And yeah, So wait, we are were- you
1: recording? Okay, you are. All right. I.
0: We we did actually do a show last week, but I forgot I forgot to rec- hit record, and so it was basically just like a conversation with Liz and Julie <laughs> shooting the shit, and then I was like horrified, and I was like, oh, m-, when it was over, I said, oh my god, Julie, you're not gonna believe this, I did not hit record. Now I did hit record now, so <clears throat> this will we are gonna finally do a show, but that's why we weren't here <clears throat> last week, and then. Both of us were kind of traveling, It was holidays, um, so. But we're
1: back. Because- it was, and and I will say, Liz does all the heavy lifting on the podcast. She's the muscle. I'm the I'm the face. She's the <laughs> Julie's the beauty. I'm just like the <laughs> you're the brawn um, and the brains. I'm doing the tech crap.
0: <clears throat> and so it was like the great. first
1: time, though, in whatever, however long we've been doing this, two years, that's that what that I happened.
0: Said. I said to Julie. Honestly, we've been doing this for two years. It's a miracle that we have not had this problem before. So I feel like it's a testament to um, how excellent we are, how excellent this operation is.
1: So, Absolutely. Smooth running machine. So um, we're going to kick off, as we always do, with 80s nostalgia. Liz and I were talking this about this this week. 40 years ago, January 11th. 1983, The Joy of Painting, starring Bob Ross, aired for the first time on PBS.
0: You know, I didn't watch that when I was a kid. But, like, I, like so many things became popular as I got older. And he's, he's had, like, a huge resurgence. But I think as a kid, I resented that it was on TV all the time when there were so few. Because back in the olden days in the black and days when everything was like, you know, black and white, we only had like four channels on television. And so if you wanted to watch TV, you had to just hope there was something on one of those four channels. And Bob Ross was almost always on like PBS. So that, that meant three channels, right? You just had ABC, NBC, and CBS. That's
1: right. So, um, but he's quite a phenomenon. So my sister and I used to watch it. And I, I feel like everyone did this. So he would be painting and it looked great. And then he would start to like add colors or blur it. And we'd be like, oh my God, he's going to ruin it. And then, <laughs> of course, it would be magical. So funny. I don't
0: know how he did it. I As somebody who ha, is like not, not artistically talented, but actually like impaired, right? Like I'm like not even... I don't even have no talent. I have, like, less than no artistic talent.
1: Same. Yes, right.
0: I look in in awe at at someone like that who can do that. Um, But there's a great documentary on Netflix about Bob Ross. And we look up the name of it um, because Bob Ross got really screwed um, by people that took advantage of him. And so he really did not, like, get to live – um, from his, like off of his success. I think it's called, it's called Bob Ross, happy accidents, betrayal, and greed. And it's just, I, I highly recommend it. And I'm a big documentary viewer. So I have, you know, if I say it's a good documentary, it's a good documentary and it's just, it's a good documentary, but it's just really sad um about somebody who just got exploited and screwed out of his own success Hate by that. greedy assholes. Just devious, nasty people. So it's a good read, but he was such a phenomenon of the eighties. I mean, right? He was
1: such a phenomenon. He really was. Really was. That's sad. So um, watch that. Speaking of nasty um people. <laughs> nasty deceptive people. Um Joe Biden. We've got some news this week, Liz. Oh my God, that guy. <laughs> that guy.
0: Yeah, he's such a you know, this is the the big story in the last couple of days is that Joe Biden, it's been discovered that Joe Biden and his various satellite projects, um, funded by foreign governments in the offices, he there's there's um uh, classified documents um and so this is there's so many different angles to this the first angle is so so for seven years he's just had these documents and nobody gave a shit like where was the archivist right the one that threw the hissy fit that,
1: that sent trump, a criminal refor- referral to doj right. on trump right
0: donald trump had like a cocktail napkin with a, with a <laughs> signature on it right <laughs> or a book or a picture right so so that's the first thing is that the, the, the second thing, again, seven, six or seven years. The other thing is that and right away, right as the story broke, I noticed like Axios, CNN, Washington Post had all these stories immediately explaining why this was completely different than Donald Trump. Right. 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 Immediately, immediately. Now, that that was just. So, you, you know, something's up, right? It, th- this isn't really about Joe Biden having classified documents because let's, if we just take a step back away from our politicized environment, there is a lot of over classification. I mean, it's a problem. And every president who takes stuff um, when they leave, and they all do because they all have libraries. What do you think is in the Reagan library? What do you think is in the Nixon library? What do you think are in these?
1: The warehouse yeah, in suburban Chicago with uh, yeah, Barack well, Obama's, all of his right, stuff.
0: Obama's yeah. got, yeah, he, he's got a, he's got a library. I think that's his controversial library, but yes, they all take stuff to put in their fucking libraries and granted some of it is going to be classified um, because I think there is overclassification. It's, it's generally never been a big deal until D- Donald Trump, like so many other things. Right.
1: And let's back up and explain before we get into the bite, what's happening with the Biden and everybody, to your point, wants to insist that it's different. Well, it's different, but not for the reasons that the media or anyone else wants you to believe. So the National Archivist suspected that Donald Trump had classified documents. Um, I believe that they were going through them, Donald Trump's team, um, And the archivist or something ended up in either January 6th committee or DOJ in their investigation that was flagged. So they sent a criminal referral to to DOJ to kind of get the ball rolling. Now, Donald Trump and his lawyers were working with the FBI throughout 2022, inviting FBI agents to Mar-a-Lago, where they were going through boxes. Now, of course. Donald Trump did not pack up the million plus items out of the White House. Like him and Melania were like bubble wrapping, you know, the little vase he got from whoever. Um, So people do that for them. Anyway, so they were working with this team and then one of his lawyers signed off. uh, You know, there was a subpoena signed off. Okay, they have all the classified documents. That still wasn't enough. So. The FBI, under Stephen D'Antuano, who was head of the Washington field office at the time, sent agents down to Mar-a-Lago, raided Donald Trump's home. They were there for like eight, nine hours, took 13,000 items out of Mar-a-Lago, which later they informed the court that only about 100 had classified markings. So they stole all of this stuff out of Mar-a-Lago. Personal items. They went into like
0: personal quarters, too. They went into like Barron's room. They went into Melania's closet. I mean- They didn't just go look in an office. They basically ransacked the house.
1: So, yes, and because the search warrant was so broad, intentionally broad, they said, even if we find one classified document or a piece of paper with classified markings, then everything in this room or everything in its vicinity can be seized by the FBI. That's how they got 13,000 items, including his passport. There were, like, personal letters in there. I think there were a couple menus, like— Crazy stuff, magazine articles. So um, this is what Donald Trump has been subjected to. And then we had the whole special master case where he wanted a special master, a third party to review whatever DOJ is alleging. We still don't know. Now, the raid was in August. So here we are, however, five months later.
0: That's another. Let me just interrupt and just point out how. Another one of these little weird things around this is that this happened before midterms. That's no, right. there was no leak, right? No leak. Like, oh, you're saying Trump the Joe Trump.
1: Biden? Yes, when they first detected. Nobody
0: leaked about it. That's crazy. Sorry to interrupt. I just think that that's just one of these little. There's so many different things going on with this one event, but we'll we'll get to that.
1: So go go ahead, Julie. So anyway, the raid was in August. There's still no uh, the special master, the appellate court overturned that. So there was no third party who could really tell if DOJ is telling the truth, which, of course, they're not telling the truth um, because, you know, Christopher Ray and Lisa Monica's, Monaco's lips are moving. So they still have no criminal charges against him for classified documents. The last time I checked, Trump's lawyers hadn't even seen the records that allegedly have classified markings like they won't even turn let donald trump's lawyers see so they could say okay well he declassified this or you know if you de- if a document has classified markings my understanding and then it's declassified whatever the process is it's not like there's a big stamp that says declassified right it's just released or it's just made public that's right. my understanding anyway so we yeah. had all this kerfuffle and now, but Liz, here's my question to you. Why all of a sudden, as we get into the details of Joe Biden first, they found classified documents at the Penn Center. People think Joe Biden has a think tank. Let's just take a moment and and really savor snicker. that. Yeah. <laughs> I snicker. snicker about that. So they found classified documents there. Now they found it in his personal residence in a garage. It's in a garage where he has his
0: Corvette. Um, that's not secure at all. But again, you got to remember, like, a lot of this stuff, I think he didn't even know. Like, we really need to talk about, like, what what is classified material? This isn't the 1950s where people are walking around with, like, like on Get Smart, where there's like a big red folder that says top secret on it. And he's gotten the top secret folder. So almost all of this stuff is digi- digital too. So if there's a printout of something and it's classified or it's got markings on it, it's that's not the only one, right? I mean, they act like he has a piece of paper and nobody else knows what's on, you know, nobody else, we have to get that back. Right. I mean, that's kind of the way the archivist was when he was talking about Donald Trump. We have to get these these papers back from Trump because we don't have them. That's those that's lies. I mean, this stuff is all electronic. So, you know, stuff gets declassified from the agencies can declassify things that they've classified like when it they don't need to keep it classified anymore there's different levels of classification it gets really it gets really complicated and just to just to mind just to mind mess with your mind a little bit that dude sam brinton the cross-dressing dude the non-binary cross-dresser who's stealing women's luggage this Mm -hmm. guy had some had like q level he had like the highest security clearance level so i mean whenever anyone starts shitting themselves over like mishandling classified documents I'm like, well, I mean, you obviously thought this kind of weirdo was OK to uh, have Q clearance for nuclear level clearance, uh, but whatever. So it's very misleading the, the this propaganda is really playing on people's sort of belief uh, or almost movie understanding of what classified material is. Right. With this, like with little eyes stamped on the envelope, your eyes only or, you know, top secret. No, no. Most of this stuff is digital. A lot of stuff is almost default classified. So who knows who even knows what Joe Biden had had with him. But th- but the fact is, Joe Biden didn't have authority to classify. So unlike Trump, right, Trump was saying, I'm the classification authority. These are all documents under my administration. And I declassified them. That's that's a fact. Does Joe Biden doesn't have that? And neither did Hillary Clinton did not have that ability to explain why they had classified documents in their possession. And of course they shouldn't have classified documents in their possession, but nevertheless, this urgency and the like freak out level that we're seeing, it, it's not like they had the only copy of some special thing and there is no other re, you know, no other reference to it. So it's just kind of a big, it's a big hysterical nothing burger. So so, Julie, you were asking, why is this coming out now? Was that your mm-hmm. question? Yes. Well, I mean, look, they they don't want Joe Biden to run for election. <laughs> That's one thing. So I think they, they're they setting the stage f- for that, because I think there was talk that Biden's like getting ready to launch 2024. But the, obviously, the other reason is that the Republicans are in Congress now, and some of them are going to ha- try and have investigations. And they don't want Republicans to find this shit out. That's the biggest thing. I mean, they really need to let this – they need to get this off. So the story was somebody, the archivist, got like a tip in August that Joe Biden had classified documents in his possession. Or Joe Biden had had classified documents in his possession for seven years. What? Why would somebody do – that's just – that's so crazy, right? Am I right, Julie? That's a, that does not make any sense.
1: It, it it doesn't. So the timing is highly suspicious. So there's a couple things at play. To your point, Liz, Republicans are announcing investigations. Um, and we could talk about that. There's more breaking news on that today. But um, Merrick Garland then immediately appoints a special counsel, a swamp rat who was involved in RussiaGate. Apparently worked for Rod Rosenstein, worked for Christopher Ray. Um, you know, of course, they have to pick this guy to be the special counsel. Well, what a special counsel does, and of course, we have another special counsel, Jack Smith, who is overseeing all of the criminal investigations into Donald Trump related to classified documents and January 6th. So, what happens is then any materials really that Congress wants, that the House wants,
0: will yeah, be buried
1: in those yeah. two investigations. That's what happened yeah. with Robert Mueller, right? That's how they kind of tried to steal no, House they Republicans.
0: That's how it, that's they cock right. the congressional investigation under Trump is they said, well, this is, a, you know, this is DOJ's doing investigation. You can't have access to that. Um, it's it's totally preemptive.
1: And my understanding a, yeah. is that Republicans were going to question the National Archivist about information related to the criminal referral, cooperation with Trump's team, the Presidential Records Act, you know, OK. So national archivist, you are enforcing, claiming this na- presidential records act is like the gold standard. It has to be adhered to. Did this apply to, you know, Barack Obama? Did it apply to Joe Biden? So I think maybe they sense that that was coming because this did happen in November. So there's well, a couple think, things I, yeah. and they want they don't want Biden. The Democrats don't want Joe Biden to run again. I mean, so this is now no. part no. of the. So there's a lot of motives at play.
0: Right. This is, that's why this is so interesting is that there's just so many different like dimensions to this. Right. It's it's obviously it's never what it seems. But just to go back to your point about the archivist. Also, it's not only that um, they're going to ask him about like Obama and Bush and <clears throat> Clinton and that they don't want him to say, who who is this guy talking to like? Are we do we really believe that this national archivist is like a lone wolf who just from his own strong moral compulsion was like, we Donald Trump has classified information. That's wrong. Or do you think he was involved in some sort of racket or scheme? Of course. Of course. These swamp fuckers. That's right. what it is. But we don't want you don't want him under oath singing like a bird. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, I was talking to so and so or I was talking to this one or that one. No, he doesn't. They don't they don't want that either. So this is preemptive. And it's going to get. I think they're going to keep drip, drip, dripping out stuff about Biden to kind of dissuade him, although the big like the presumed the presumed Biden like Democrat leader. Right. If it's not Biden, Um, I know. I'm not even going to give Kamala, like I'm not even going to give her. But it's really Pete Buttigieg who once again has proven to be a giant fuck up. Um can that guy do anything Julie? I mean, we
1: <laughs> Well, we let's talk the- about what it's shut- just obviously there was a big snafu this week. Uh flights were grounded like nationwide ground stop which hasn't happened since 9/11 because of some computer And then before error, that I don't like never Right. No, they, right. They they
0: right. tried never. to get us to like did something. It was like that scene in airplane when the guy like has the plug and he's like whoops. Like they tried to make people think that's what it is. I I doubt that's what it was. But go 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 ahead.
1: Right. So that's what happened. But I don't even know if he came out and never said anything like what the what the issue is. But they said no. They they said somebody like moved
0: a file in the wrong directory. That's what they said. That's their excuse. So they did say something, but that's what it was. Do you believe that? No, of course not. It's ridiculous. Because we've never had that happen in the entire history of like our computerized air traffic system. So (laughs) why would that happen? I mean, just it makes no sense. It probably was almost certainly a cyber attack. Um, well, my
1: well, here's than, why it was a cyber attack because the FBI immediately came out and said there's no evidence this was a cyber attack. So you can guarantee, right, exactly. whatever <laughs> the a, FBI says, the exact opposite is true. So, but that's of course since disappeared from the headlines because you know who cares.
0: Well, yeah,
1: um, May,
0: yeah, Pete, Pete is getting a uh. A complete pass. But I think you want to go back and talk more about the
1: classified documents. So let's go back and do that before we go off on Mayor Pete. Um, well, what's so funny is watching the media spit, try desperately to spin this. So CNN has a hilarious article up this morning explaining how Joe Biden was just working so hard up until his very last moment. As vice president on January 20th, 2017, that he just could not occupy himself, making sure the classified documents were where they were supposed to be. I I love this. The early days of 2017 were a whirlwind for Vice President Joe Biden, Mm -hmm. swearing in a new Congress, a surprise medal of freedom that Barack Obama gave him, hoping he would exit public office, which he didn't, a speech at Davos and one final trip to Ukraine. Love that. Um, so they go on about how busy he was, you know, this small batch of classified documents. Of course, Biden has a small batch. Donald Trump has, you know, he's going to blow the world up with what he has. And, um, just also, of course, it's Donald Trump's fault because he won the election and this put, you know, the entire, uh, Obama Biden regime, uh, you know, they lost their minds. Um, so this was, uh, really entertaining article in CNN, just how busy he was. And he was on the move, hectic final days. Um, uh, It was designated to be a farewell to public life, which the media citation clearly stated. This is funny, Liz. A grateful nation thanks Vice President Joe Biden for his lifetime of service on behalf of United States of America. Barack Obama tried but failed. Um, And so he took, and then three days later, Biden was on hand for Trump's inauguration. He was without the trappings of an officer title. For the first time in 44 years, he rode his beloved Amtrak back to his home in Wilmington. This is a sort of puffery that Joe Biden is now getting. But um, I, I'm sure there's going to be more to come. Right, Liz? They're going to find it in Dr. Jill's. Maybe her medical bag has some other classified documents.
0: Oh, that's, that's right. Her. her doctor's bag. Um, <laughs> It's a this is such a, a peculiar story because the media is ha, is trying so hard to explain why this is completely different than Donald Trump. And it's it's like really not because either you're not supposed to have classified documents or you are. It, it's just that simple. And like I said earlier, it's worse because Joe Biden doesn't even have the pretense of being able to declassify any of the documents that were he had That were part of the Obama Biden regime. So very, Um, um, very crazy. They're going to keep and they're going to keep spinning like they're spin. You know what about why this is totally different? And you know it's just it's more of the same. It's just again this this happened before the election. They didn't they didn't say anything. They always leak the Trump stuff and the pearl clutching and the lawyers were like having strokes on CNN and MSNBC about how this was so horrible that Trump. It's like he had he had just like classified documents littering Mar-a-Lago, just like, you know, you'd go in and use the ladies room after golf and there would be just <laughs> documents there. You know, like toilet it paper. So awful. It'd Just yeah. be all over or just like on the wall, like just like a thumbtack. On the wall of just like art. Oh, here it's classified document. You know, it's it's just so in, crazy to watch the media like explain why this is totally different uh, than Trump. But you know, it's really not. Um, and it, that's something you gotta remember: is that whatever they say, whatever their stories that they're telling, is this is a, a, again, there's always a political motive. Nobody gives a shit about actual classified information, because if they did, they would be very worried about Hillary Clinton's server that was entirely unprotected and accessed by God knows how many foreign nations, which had all kinds of classified information and like legitimately things that should have been classified, like the names of our assets that were undercover, you know, like actual. I don't mean like a cocktail napkin or a a picture or a book like the archivists, but like legitimately like heat maps and like locations of our undercover assets where people's lives are in danger. So, you know,
1: it's, well, apparently a one, thing else. one of these documents relates to intelligence on Ukraine, which of course is the Biden family's sugar daddy. You know, it's the laundering machine now, and it always has been for U.S. money to go to Ukraine and then somehow ends up in the pockets of the Biden family. So apparently it sounds like there was one document related to that. Well, it it looks like there's reporting today that Hunter Biden was living at this residence at the time. Keep in mind if this was 2017, 2018 Hunter Biden is quote unquote, a board member of Burisma, <laughs> the corrupt energy company paying Hunter Biden about 80 grand a month. <clears throat> and so, um, You know, perhaps that's part of it. But you know what, Liz, this also gives Merrick Garland the phony um, portrayal as a fair adjudicator, right, of both sides. So he looks like, okay, I appointed Jack Smith. Now I'm going to appoint this other swamp hack, you know, knee-deep with, uh, you know, all the DOJ corrupt swamp monsters. So it makes him look fair and and. Even handed, which, of course, he's not. But moving on, speaking of double standards, you know what else is not very popular with the media all of a sudden, Liz? What? Investigations.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, they've never been that's never been their strong suit, to be honest. Consistency. Consistency. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Never- so after cheering every ridiculous criminal congressional investigation that they, that Washington could come up with against team Trump or House Republicans or whoever it is, now that the tables are turned suddenly this is retaliation and it's a waste of time and Republicans need to focus on the real issues that matter and not investigate government. What's hilarious is hearing the media or you know, Joey Behar types on The View say that Republicans are only doing this to retaliate, which is fine. I'm all for retaliation. They should do it. Maybe they should read a constitution because the reason why we're in the situation we are, particularly with the Department of Justice and FBI, is because Congress has sat on its hands, not sat on its hands, shoveled money into these departments where they then are weaponized against basically half the country. And so this is not just, this is their job, right? This is what what elected representatives are supposed to do, checks and balance oversight of the executive branch, which has not been done. And so now it is just this beast that is sucking up resources, wasting resources, criminalizing political dissent, um, and at the same time, not doing what they're supposed to be doing, investigating real crimes. So um, now we have House Republicans created this uh, special select committee on the weaponization of federal agencies, specifically targeting Department of Justice. But they're also opening up some um, other investigations and demanding documents and testimony. So I think that this is a good sign. Right. Well, um
0: yeah, the I always get a kick out of um, trying to imagine what how rigorous any of these investigations are going to be because I don't I don't think that they're they will allow actual investigations no matter what that people say and no matter what they like the gesturing and the comments and serious there's always going to be some kind of limitation and unless these Unless the Congress is going to take away money um, from any of these rogue agencies, you can't really depend on the media to uncover anything that isn't politically useful to the left. So it's, we're kind of like in a weird spot right now. I don't know. That's my. I'm, as usual,
1: more optimistic than you are. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm just a glasses half full gal, and you're. Glass is half empty, but you also know this business a lot better than I do. So <clears> you're probably, your skepticism is definitely warranted and you're probably right. But I think the base is demanding this where before, I think maybe they could get away with just some window dressing. I don't think that that's the case now. Um, And I think they've been burned so many times, the Benghazi investigation hearings, that ended up going nowhere. All of the times when Republicans, even a little bit of power or a lot of power, especially the first two years of Trump's term, were completely squandered. Um, But for Devin Nunes as chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, what he uncovered related to Fusion GPS, the Steele dossier exposing Russiagate for the hoax that it was, Um, There just really was nothing getting done. And so the base wants these investigations conducted. They want, to your point, they want funding pulled. Um, And so there's a new letter out as of yesterday. There seems to be quite a bit of action at the House Oversight Committee headed by James Comer, who I keep wanting to call James Comey.
0: Let's hope that he has more integrity.
1: Which, you know, it's not hard to, to, to get. Anyway, um, House Oversight has sent a letter to Janet Yellen, um, the Secretary of uh, Treasury Secretary, and they want a lot of financial documents um, out of the Biden family's uh, foreign business practices, international influence peddling schemes. That's how it's described. And as you know, A number of transactions were flagged by federal monitors, um, transactions that looked possibly criminal. And so they want uh, all of these records out of the Treasury Department, all documents and communications um, between uh, Robert Hunter Biden, who is his brother, uh, uh, excuse me. James Biden, who's his brother, Sarah Biden, who's his sister-in-law, Devin Archer, who was Hunter Biden's business partner. So that's just one angle of where some of these investigations are headed. In addition to, it looks like an investigation into the with the deadly botched withdrawal of Afghanistan. Um, and then, of course, as but we you said, know the
0: DOJ's the DOJ is already looking into Hunter Biden. So any attempt by these committees to, like, get documents related to Hunter Biden, they're going to get cockblocked blocked right. by the DOJ. They'll be like, well, you know, we're, we have an open investigation, so no, you can't see the Treasury reports. Um, no, you can't see, you know, no, you can't see any reports. Look, remember, back when Joe Biden was vice president and Hunter was tagging along on these foreign trips, Biden had secret service protection. He, there are other, more more people than just Hunter and Joe know what Hunter was doing. So there's actually people that have, and agencies, that have a lot at stake, right? So when Hunter's like screwing a bunch of underage Chinese or Russian or Ukrainian spies and hookers, you know, and snorting coke off their ass or whatever, there's other people that know about this. And so, the fact that that this went, you know, went unreported or not examined or nobody told Hunter to stop or whatever. I mean, there's a lot more people who are implicated in some of the things that that Hunter was doing when Joe was vice president. And a lot of those people are fed home employees. So, you know, they're going to block that. They're going to block it. And that's why the DOJ's got Hunter under investigation this investigation is what? How many years? It's
1: been like two years since they got the the laptop. Is that right? They well, the laptop the FBI got in December of 2019. But I think this investigation into Hunter Biden's taxes dates back to 2018. So now we're yeah. on what year five? Entering year five yeah, just, of
0: that. Just compare how quick uh, that happened to like how how you know the speed of the Hunter investigation compare that to like how fast they're able to like go after Trump, right? Like and jack up some crazy shit about Trump or enough enough evidence to raid his house in like oh literally in what was a very serious constitutional situation, right? I mean, this was a huge huge deal for them to decide to raid the house of a former president, but they they did it quickly and no problem, but on Hunter they're dragging their feet. So I don't know how much information they're going to get about Hunter, to be honest, because they have the pretense of the investigation. And that's why they do it. That's why they open an investigation to start with, is to be able to say to Congress, well, you know, we can't we can't really cooperate. So we're, there's an ongoing investigation or I can't comment on that. because There's an ongoing investigation. So, Well,
1: look, I think a very yeah. important facet of this, Liz, is they need to make this public. They need to call these people, whatever the committee is investigating, whether it's Afghanistan, the origins of COVID, um, you know, obviously Department of Justice and FBI, they're targeting. They have to hold public hearings and they have to have show these people to the American public, just like the January 6th committee did. Right. Okay, we're going to now have a primetime televised performance. And we're going to drag and we're going to subpoena. We're going to call Hunter Biden. We're going to call James Biden. We're going to call Sarah Biden. We're going to call Devin Archer, you know, um, we're going to, and John Kerry's, who's his son-in-law who uh, was involved in, uh, I don't know if it was maybe a stepson-in-law, one of the uh, Heinz kids. Call all of those people publicly before the American people. Here's, here's what we have. Explain yourself. Now. They don't have to answer the question, but make they have to make their case to the American people, getting documents, you know, detailed financial statements, even the report that Ron Johnson released in September of 2020 about that went through all of the Biden family overseas grift with China and the widow of the former mayor of Moscow, you know, all of the money that they were collecting. It was a very well done report, but people aren't going to read that. They need performances. They need optics. They need theater, just like the Democrats are so good at doing. If they don't do that, then it just, to your point, and not even won't be a legitimate, fruitful investigation, it will totally lack the interest of the American people.
0: Yeah. I mean, the Democrats, I think, um, had uh, like a Hollywood producer, Produce their January sixth, yes, um, little, you know, he polka dance or whatever. So they understand how important it is to like really. You can't do a report. You have to make something like like people are watching an episode of Homeland, right? That's what they that's what they understand. So we'll, we'll see. Also, the media will just ignore, right? The media has completely ignored the Twitter files. Right. I mean, if anyone needs proof right. that these people are not in any way interested in big stories and crazy stories about government corruption and government in the intelligence community, like kind of pressuring private companies to do its bidding, um, you know, and the media does not care. Well, because the media is actually in, implicated as well in a lot of that stuff. So um, it's just it's just um It's going to be crazy these next two years, because whatever these hearings and congressional hearings discover or bring to light, it's just it's just totally going to be ignored um, by the media. They're not going to they're just not going to report on it. So just like they report on the laptop.
1: Right. We sort of forgot about the laptop, but the laptop, unfortunately, is a catch all that really does not, again, explain It's not just, oh, we have Hunter Biden's laptop and all this sicko pictures and weird emails and texts and whatever. It's what it confirmed. So, and for those who still are unclear, we would point you to Miranda Devine's just uh, superb book account of what's contained on that computer um, laptop from how
0: The media, the media made it out like, oh, it's just pictures of Hunter doing drugs and with a bunch of whores. And it's like. That's a small part of it, right? That's not why people were upset. Like, that's not why people were buzzing about the laptop. It wasn't because it's Hunter with a bunch of hookers and drugs and blow and crack pipes. It's because of the details that had to do with the influence peddling of the Biden family. That's why it was a big deal. But the media never mentions that. They're like, oh, it was banned from Twitter because... Because the, the New York Post and Miranda Devine tried to show a picture of Hunter's junk on Twitter. <laughs> and that was pornography. Well, first of all, there's a lot of pornography on Twitter. So it certainly wasn't a problem for all the other pornography, you know, regular pornography that you can find on Twitter. But also, you know, they just wanted this to go away because it's very inconvenient. So, you know, uh, I I hope, I wish these committees the best of luck. Um we really need to think of a way to make sure that we can get what is discovered um, or, y- you know, re- the research that that we found, like, that needs to come out, that needs to be able to get out into the public. That's right. And it's certainly not going to get out there through the traditional media.
1: So, Well, yeah. and to your point, there were new um, Twitter files posted, uh, just this week by Matt, uh, Taibbi and this basically shocker. Um, there was no Russian bot farm army that was trying to interfere in the 2016 election to help Donald Trump win. Um, so there's a lot of posting about who was involved. Obviously we go back to Devin Nunes, who was the only guy really doing any work, uh, in Congress, uh, trying to expose this. And, um, you know, people like Dianne Feinstein and Adam Schiff saying that, you know, this this was legitimate, that there was a Russian influence influence operation uh, denouncing Nunes for what he was saying. Uh, also, uh, Richard Blumenthal, who, of course. Um, lies about his military service. <laughs> uh published an official letter we find it reprehensible that russian agents have so eagerly manipulated innocent americans anyway it goes through the whole thing went back to that uh hamilton 68 the alliance for securing democracy which is another trump outlet at the time uh was bill crystal was on their board promoting this so they were basically anything that was critical of russiagate this was an entire operation behind the scenes that would say this was more foreign disinformation, and that they called Devin Nunes a Russian asset. Remember, they had huge billboards in his district. That's right. You know, with like Moscow behind him. I mean, they they really beat up the guy. Tried to destroy him. So they've got all these internal documents um, that's posted. I urge people to to check that out. Again, this is very informative. It confirms what those of us who reported on it and covered it knew to be true. But to your point, Liz, where, where does this go? You know, no one is going to. I, it does look like Kevin McCarthy is trying is trying to prevent Adam Schiff, Eric Swalwell, and Ilhan Omar from sitting on committees. Uh, this would be another good reason why Adam Schiff should be con, <laughs> Adam Schiff should be the subject of numerous. Ethics investigations by a House-led ethics committee. Um, of course, Adam Schiff just basically should be in jail because, for what he did. So this is more interesting information, but really, where does it go? And I think that's a little frustration with the Twitter files. It's very informative. It's very illustrative. It's it confirms what we've been saying and reporting. And in, but where does this really go? Is the question? Yeah, people
0: aren't going to be satisfied until there's some consequences for this bad behavior um is where the twitter files are concerned you're talking you're actually talking about like gross violations of people's constitutional rights um and i would think that one way of of dealing with that is having lawsuits you know people who were like i know um Alex Berenson was suing Twitter for something even before the Twitter file started, but now probably has a whole lot more um, ammunition. But all these people who were banned or shadow banned um, or uh, permanently banned from Twitter because the intelligence community told them, uh, told Twitter to get to get rid of them, I mean, it's very clear. Constitutionally, the government cannot suppress your right to free speech. Now, if Twitter did it on its own. That would make Twitter. Twitter would suck. But it's a it's a private company. But to have the government tell Twitter to do it, you know, that's something really wrong. So, again, there are people that can make file lawsuits. You know, I don't know if that's going to happen, should happen. But really, congressionally, it seems like there needs to be some overhaul of the intelligence community. There they're in everything. I mean, whatever they're in Twitter, it's the same thing in every other major corporation here in tech and otherwise, you know, it's silly to think that's just Twitter. It's obviously Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, maybe not TikTok, that's Chinese, but um, whatever these other weird things that these kids do today. And then also large corporations and Verizon, Amazon, there's spooks all in them. So you know, there really needs to be a reckoning. Now, will there be a reckoning? You know, there's supposed to be a big committee that's going to be taking a look at the, you know, what's what's happened on the intelligence committee. I mean, in the intelligence community, that's something we're going to be seeing on the agenda. Let's hope, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how that's going to happen. Um, I've heard it has to happen in a skiff because you're talking about things that are classified, but it's like, if you're already dealing it in a skiff you're already dealing in the intelligence you're already like on their turf you know you 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 need to do this independent of the intelligence community i'm just not sure how how that's even going to happen i'm not optimistic if you haven't figured out figured that out yet
1: (laughs) (laughs) i get it's it's like a recurring theme liz i just
0: i just i i I don't see how there's going to be I don't even know how much of the recommendations of the original church commission actually came to pass, to be honest. I mean, they had a big church commission and there's all these recommendations. And I just don't think anything, anything much came of them. So I'm skeptical. Anything's going to come of this either.
1: Are you skeptical, Um, Liz, that um, House uh, Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy will follow through on what he said this week, which is. Demanding the release of thousands of hours of surveillance video captured by security cameras on January 6th inside and outside the Capitol. He should just do it.
0: Like, I, I, I do think he'll do that because he said it. Now he kind of has to. Um, I think Jim Jordan said it. But now Kevin McCarthy said it. Now, just for everyone to know, they've always had this and they could have released it like they didn't need to get power to do it. It could have leaked just like Democrat things leak um, these last two years. So I just hope people know that. They didn't just get it. They're not getting it now that they're in the majority. No, no. They've always had it. So I I hope they do. I think it's a good sign that McCarthy is mentioning it.
1: Um, well, Matt Gates said yeah. that this was part of their negotiation process Uh During the speakers fight. And Matt Gates is the one who told Charlie Kirk this week, you know, we this was part of our negotiation. We want these 14000 hours released. I have an article up on American greatness that explains how this has been kept under protective orders. It's considered highly sensitive government material. That's what the Department of Justice said. Capitol Police technically own that footage. But who who's the oversight body for Capitol Police, Congress, the House? They're the ones, they work for the legislative branch. So this should be an easy get. The The Trova video was given to two, at uh, one Senate committee and also to the House um, Committee on Administration. So whoever is in charge of that, they have the videos. People have seen these videos. Ron Johnson actually uh, saw portions of it, sent a letter to DOJ in 2021 asking, you know, we see the Senate wing door open, who opened it, why were police standing there while 300-some-odd people walked in? He never got a response. But it's imperative that the American people see these videos. I explain in my piece what the videos very likely will show, which was confirmed in testimony in a trial this week, a Capitol Police commander saying, yes, there were highly trained, coordinated, dangerous agitators who were not just riling up the crowd, but luring them to the Capitol from the ellipse, uh, at basically where the streets dead-ended, because as you know, most of the streets were shut off, were closed down. There were only two, I think, Constitution and Independence, and that's where people were kind of led to the Capitol with these agitators, so it will show that, a lot of other things. It's not just important for the American people to see it so we can expose the reality of January 6th, but also to the thousands of people and their families who have been destroyed by this criminal investigation, called traitors, called insurrectionists, domestic terrorists. We will see who the real terrorists were and are related to January 6th. It's a very easy thing for uh, Republicans to do. DOJ will go insane over it. They'll say this is under protective orders. Well, guess what? House Republicans didn't sign any protective orders, and they don't have to. If that footage belongs to Capitol Police, then it belongs to Congress, and they should do the right thing. Roll the tapes.
0: Yeah, I don't understand how it's it has to be under protective order, unless you're intentionally trying to deny people all the information surrounding January 6th. I mean, how is that? I mean, did they give a reason about why it can't be released? To the, all of it can't be released to the public.
1: Well, what they are going to argue is that a lot of it is related to or associated, tied to ongoing criminal investigations and to cases trials that are proceeding. Too bad. Then you can't have the January sixth select committee get access to the secret video where you're airing it to the American people live, right, on every single network and cable news outlet. So you can't say that this trove is super secret, basically classified information, but give it to a committee to air to the American people while they're, they were airing clips of defendants who were on trial at the very same time they're releasing videos and talking about these defendants on national television while these people are standing trial. So DOJ doesn't have a leg to stand on. They really don't. They could say, well, you had no objections to this happening when the January 6th Select Committee had all the access, showed all of the surveillance video, wanted to, while these criminal trials were going on a few blocks away. But now, say, House Republicans can't ha- have it because of these trials. So they've already set the precedent. um And hopefully House Republicans will be smart enough to point out that contradiction.
0: Yeah, well, let's let's hope I think that'll be really exciting when they release all that video footage. They should do it. I mean, I I don't know why. I don't even know why Kevin McCarthy needs to say he's going to do it. I mean, he should have just come out and say, I've just put it all up on this website. Here it is. Go download it. You know what I mean? That's the kind of thing I expect um, from them at this point. In the, you know, in this pushback against the government, you know the out of control uh, deep state. And I don't know I don't know what what it will do. for a lot of defendants, I think a lot of people have just kind of pled out because it's easier than going up against the government. I mean, you, generally the government wins all their cases and the average defendant just doesn't have the resources to fight. So but I think for some people it'll help, uh, you know, it'll help uh, get, you know, prove their innocence, especially for people that were accused of trespassing when they were like, w- you know, like w- w- waved in and or, you know, had no sign saying you can't go here. Right. People were in places they had no idea they weren't supposed to be. It just looked like the average day. I mean, literally on any day other than January 6th. These are places where people do walk around when they come into D.C. as a tourist. So, you know, kind of weird. Anyway, um, that is my shtick. So we are almost at an hour, Julie. That went by really fast.
1: It did. So we're going to close out um, with a uh, very notable pass- sad passing this week, Lisa Marie Presley.
0: Yeah. Who apparently
1: died of heart failure at the age of 54, um, was rushed to the hospital and her family, I believe her mother announced Priscilla Presley announced her passing on Thursday night. Very sad.
0: Really um, unexpected. I um, had heard that she didn't look so great at the Golden Globe. There was a, the Golden Globe Awards oh. show on Saturday. OK, I guess it was on Wednesday and People said, oh, she looked like she wasn't strong or she looked like unste- unsteady, on her feet. So I'm not sure, but very sad. Um, you know, Gen X are like us, 54. So rest in peace, um, Lisa Marie, because we, we, we love you. And uh, so come back next week because we'll be happier, at least at the beginning of the show, before things degrade and do sad, <laughs> tragedy and sadness.
1: Well, we're going to try to get someone on next week to give us an update on everything yes. related to the vaccines, because as much as we want, you know, where we've covered this extensively early on, we haven't really been able we to. Just can't do it all. Follow. Yeah, we need someone to explain what's going on because it really looks like I believe that um, finally there's some reporting, some studies done uh, about these vaccines causing severe heart issues. We don't know if that's the case with Lisa Marie Presley. We know she was pro-vaccine. Somebody posted her post from March 2022 talking about, you know, vaccines and she was vaccinated, urging people to get vaccinated. We don't know if this was part of it. But look, you can't avoid the obvious. People just dropping dead at young ages of heart attacks. So it, we're not suspecting this is the case in, in what happened with her. But this is a growing concern, especially for young people, young athletes. So um, we're going to try to get somebody on next week to, to dig into the details of the latest research and studies.
0: Yes. So definitely tune in next week. If you haven't, go subscribe to iTunes, Happy Hour with Julie and Liz. Have a fabulous week, and we will see you again soon thanks for listening to happy hour with julie and liz we'll see you next week